0: Today's mailbag comes to us from Sabrina. Dear Lisa, I had to make a donation by year end and needed a letter ID from a pre-approved letter that was a hard copy. Thanks to the Sunday basket, I found it in about three minutes. Old me would have just foregone the $10,000 tax deduction even though I was pre-approved. Thank you. Do you have an Organized 365 success story? If so, we would love to hear about it. Please send us an email at service at Organize365 and tell us how you have taken back your home, your paper, and your life with Organize 365. Welcome to the Organize 365 podcast. I'm your host, professional organizer, productivity expert, and motivational speaker, Lisa Woodruff. This podcast will help you embrace progress over perfection and create lasting, functional organizing in your home. I have so much to share with you, so let's get started. Today starts another three-part series, and in this series, we're going to be talking about time and tasks and task stacking, and how to really think about our time at home differently and how we use time at home to get things done. So today, I wanna start by talking about the difference between Saturday time and Sunday time. I talk about this a lot in Planning Days. If you've been to Planning Days before, some of this will not be new information, but I am sharing it in a different way. And for those of you who have not been in Planning Day, I maybe have alluded to this, but I have not really done a deep dive on the podcast, I don't believe, but after nine years of podcasting, who knows, maybe I did. So the difference between Saturday time and Sunday time, I'm gonna take us all back to our childhood because I think in childhood, we really understood the difference between Saturday time and Sunday time. And then when we became an adult, We pretended like we didn't have to do Saturday and Sunday responsibilities for a period of time, and then once we realized we did have to do them, they were so big that they usually took all seven days of the week. So Saturday and Sunday time as a kid, think of yourself in grade school, middle school, early high school, you don't have a car yet, you can't escape the house, you're in the house, it's Saturday morning. I don't know about your lived experience, but it's probably very similar to mine, in which on the weekends, parents usually say to their kids... When your room is cleaned and organized, then you're able to go out and play. So clean your room, and then you can go play. Clean your room, and then you can go play. So cleaning your room, what what does cleaning your bedroom mean? And from unpacking that question, I created the kids program, and from that, the launch program. We're going to be talking about that later this year, or you can deep dive into some older podcasts. But basically, cleaning your room, what a parent means when they say that, and what a child hears and understands when they hear that are two completely different messages. So the parent is thinking, I want your bedroom to look like the Pottery Barn catalog, even though we bought you Walmart furniture and you don't even have cubes to put stuff in, I want this to look organized. Why can't this room look organized? And the kid is like, what is the minimum I need to do to get out of this room? Most children are thinking that. Because there aren't good organizational structures built into children's bedrooms. Children's bedroom furniture primarily houses clothes in drawers, has a bed, and sometimes a desk. And most kids don't do their homework in the rooms. They do it at the kitchen table anyway. So the desk is really ornamental. And what all kids' bedrooms need are a set of cubes, From anywhere you want to buy cubes or a bookshelf but cubes are better than a bookshelf I talk all about that in the kids program why so you need a cube system because a child's bedroom is a mini apartment and what I mean by a mini apartment is Whatever you would have in an apartment by the time you're 18 and you're going to leave your childhood bedroom, like you move from a childhood bedroom to an apartment, no problem. Because you have entertainment and hobbies and work and clothes and usually food. And like all the things you'd have in an apartment, you've shoved into your childhood bedroom. And so it really, by the time you're a teenager, functions as a mini apartment. But even as a child, there are so many different zones there are toy zones and school zones and sports zones and hobby zones and the little area where you keep all of your pet rocks or whatever your thing is. There, there are all these passions and hobbies and collections and memories. It's all in those bedrooms. And so when you say, go clean and organize your bedroom, like, I mean, that could take all day, especially if they're not good at organizational structures. I finally realized that a lot of times the middle ground that seems to be agreed upon between children and adults is this. If I could see the floor, if I can vacuum the floor, if all of the laundry is in the laundry, you get a pass. Go play. Like just go play. Go do whatever. I've got other things to do. So cleaning your bedroom on Saturday is the physical cleaning of your mini apartment space. And once you do the kids program, and or the launch program, they build on each other. The kids program teaches you how to create these different zones in your bedroom for kids to understand them, get them all the way organized, and then maintain it. This is the difference of you going into your refrigerator and just shoving new groceries in upon the old groceries, or taking the half an hour to get rid of anything from the week before that you don't want anymore or has gone bad or you didn't end up eating it, wiping down all the cabinets, reorganizing everything that's in there, then going grocery shopping and adding new things in. You feel the difference there, right? Same thing in a child's bedroom. Either you can shove things in different places, pick up the laundry and vacuum, or you can actually have homes for everything to go in. That is an organized space. That is what you do with Saturday time as a kid. I'm going to move to Sunday time as a kid so you could see the difference. Sunday time as a kid, I don't think many kids do, but I teach this inside of the kids program. And that is on Sunday, we do planning. Yeah, you may not know that, but I'm teaching planning all the way down at the six-year-old level. I'm just saying, it's a thing. When you are successful as a kid, when the week flows well, when you have children, you spend Saturday getting kids' physical space organized, get their laundry done, get their room picked up, make sure all of their sporting equipment is washed, ready to go, brownie uniform is ready, the snack for a special snack day on Thursday is purchased, ready to go. And then on Sunday, you do the planning. Sorry, part of that was planning. The planning is you empty your Sunday basket, right? So what would kids do? They empty their backpack. Oh, yes, their backpack. That is a kid's version of of the Sunday basket. You empty your backpack. You go through all of your folders. You check your assignment book. Make sure all of your homework is done. You make sure you've given all the papers that need to go to your parents to get signed or whatever they need for whatever is coming up in school goes to your parents. You check the school calendar. You check the lunch list. Do you want to have lunch every day this week? Are there any extracurriculars? Do you need any special, like a special pass or a special thing to wear or a special treat to bring in? Or there's a project coming up and so you need to buy poster board. You check all of that on Sunday. Then you reload your backpack with all of the homework already done, prepack your lunch for the next day if you're gonna pack your lunch, go through all of those things and make a schedule for yourself. In the kids' program, we have a printable sheet. It's a week, one week long, where they check off what they're having for lunch, if they have any after school activities, if they have any big assignments due this week, if they have any sports activities, so that they can see their week on paper. I am telling you just right here, Can you already tell if you're not doing this, which I I don't know know anybody who's doing this in this structured of a manner, this is a game changer. It's, It's a game changer. When you are doing your Sunday basket, if you have children, they should be around you on the floor, emptying out all their backpacks, putting things in your Sunday basket that you need to do, learning how to... Can you imagine how you would feel as an adult if you learned how to do this as a kid? Like, this is what I did with my kids. And then setting out the week. How much confidence kids have when they have their own schedule for the week, knowing what's coming up. So Saturday is cleaning your bedroom. Sunday is making sure all of your homework is done, preparing for the next week. What does this look like as an adult? As an adult, I'm going to give you a couple different labels for Saturday and Sunday. Saturday is your housework day. Get up, clean up the kitchen, because you want to enjoy a nice, clean kitchen for the weekend. Go through, clean out the refrigerator, make your grocery list. Start the laundry, keep going through the laundry, change your bed, clean all that. like Get all of your housework done. Sunday is household management. Go through all the mail, go through the bills, plan your week, do all the administrative tasks, make your errand list. Saturday work is very visible. If you don't do your housework on Saturday, everybody knows it, right? Everybody walks in like, whoa, oh, when are you going to catch up on the laundry? When was the last time we cleaned out the refrigerator? Like, hello, hello, have you? when was the last time you vacuumed? Like, we need to get some cleaning needs to be done. Sunday work is invisible. You cannot go through your mail for months. No one will know. (laughs) And so you tend to be like, okay, well, everybody's going to see the vacuuming. So I'm going to keep doing the vacuuming when it may be more important that you actually go through your bills and spend more time on your budgeting. So both days are important, but both days are different in the amount of visibility other people have on if you have done or if you haven't done your work. If you don't do your Saturday work, somebody's going to mention it. If you don't do your Sunday work, no one's going to mention it, but it's going to cause you more stress and anxiety and more time in order to get things done. Saturday work is physical. I started, I have this ring, this aura ring that I wear for sleep and I wore it over the weekend. And the thing was like going off like Christmas. It was like, hey, hey, you've been active. Like you've been moving. It was like, have you been doing housework? Like <laughs> That's like one of your options for your activity. I'm like, you know it. It's, I don't exercise. If I'm running, you you should be running like <laughs> if i am if i'm moving i'm probably doing housework so yep i'm doing housework it's physical saturday is very physical sunday sunday is sedentary it's mental it's desk work going through the bills going through the mail figuring out what the calendar is going to be like it is you you're not making as much movement so saturday this clean the house and laundry time that is your cleaning And the meal planning and grocery shopping, those are your tasks of daily living. When I did the very first organized 365 research study, we identified four different categories of housework, cleaning, tasks of daily living, household maintenance. Usually you're going to do all those on Saturday, and then Sunday is when you're going to do organizing. And the Sunday basket information management and household management are inside of that Sunday task list. So, now that you have a much clearer definition of what is Saturday housework versus Sunday household management, and I'm going to start using that term more often household management is different than housework. Household management and housework. There are other things that are different about our Saturday and Sunday time. And I really dive into this in the planning day because. When you make your ideal week, I don't know if you've ever seen people who are like, this is going to be my ideal week. And I put it in this time block system. Inside of planning days, I have you do circles, circles of 24 hour blocks of time. And initially I had a weekday and a weekend one. And before I even taught this very first planning day and I was going through it in my own head, I was like, the weekday, yes, I could be like, I sleep this many hours, I go to school or work this many hours, like totally makes sense. When I have one circle to look at for Saturday and Sunday, and like this is supposed to be the model ideal weekend day, I was like, this doesn't work at all. Doesn't work at all. I mean, I go to church on S- Sunday. I don't go on Saturday. I do housework on Saturday. I don't do it on Sunday. Like, there, there are two completely different day. They have completely different energies to them. I sleep in like just totally different energies. And I was like, there has to be a Saturday circle and there has to be a Sunday circle. You can have one circle that represents Monday through Friday in most seasons of life, but you need two different circles, one for Saturday and one for Sunday. Now, when do you not need only one circle of time for Monday through Friday? I know, I I heard you ask me that question already. For me, I needed different circles when my kids were in preschool and like they had preschool on Tuesday and Thursday, but not Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I, I had two different circles. One was a Tuesday, Thursday circle, and one was a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You also might have different circles if you are a shift worker. You might have different circles if you are a hybrid worker and some days are in the office and some days aren't, but that's a little bit more than we're going to get into in this podcast. So thinking back to that Saturday and Sunday time, how do we then take that energy and take those days. And how, how my ultimate goal always is to make visible the invisible work you're doing so that we can do less of it. Once you know that, okay, Saturday is going to be my housework day and Sunday is going to be my household management day. Can you do the Sunday basket on Saturday and do your laundry and meal planning on Sunday? Yes. I don't advise it. And you notice that a lot of you do meal planning in the Sunday basket, but I said that grocery shopping was on Saturday. Meal planning isn't part of my Sunday basket routine. I actually do it on Friday, and then we do the shopping on Saturday, and Sunday is really just more household management for, for me. But that's, again, we all know that I don't do a lot of cooking, um, but that is okay. You could do your meal planning on Sunday in the Sunday basket if you want to. I actually would always take my coupon folder and I would take my meal planning folder out on Friday night or Saturday morning. And I would do that portion of the Sunday basket as I was doing my plan for what we were grocery shopping, do the grocery shopping on Saturday and then fill the refrigerator. And if I'd be totally honest... I would do all that on Sunday, and I would go to the grocery store on Tuesday. I went to the grocery store on Tuesday. I know a lot of people do the grocery shopping and meal planning on the weekend, and if I were still the one doing that, I would need to do it on the weekend because um, I'm working Monday through Friday, but when I was in charge of that, I was a stay-at-home mom, and let me just tell you, they have everything restocked by Tuesday morning. You can get in and out in like a third of the time is what it would take on the weekend, I would even go into work late and work late on Tuesdays just to do my grocery shopping on Tuesday because it is so much more time efficient. I say that because I know that. And when you really start realizing this is housework and this is household management work and you start manipulating your tasks for the best time of day for you to do them and you have all seven days at your disposal, you may make some of those decisions as well. Tuesday was errand day. If, if I didn't buy it on Tuesday, you weren't getting it until the next Tuesday because if you asked me on Friday, I didn't know how that would fit into the budget until I did the Sunday basket on Sunday. So I would clean the house and get everything done and all the laundry done on Saturday. I would do the Sunday basket, go through all the coupons on Sunday, get everything organized, and I did all my errands including grocery shopping on Tuesdays. That's how I used to do it. So how do I do it now? Now I start my laundry on Friday night when I get home from work. I finish it up on Saturday mornings, and I just take it upstairs to my bedroom. When it's done, I do not finish folding it. I just hang what needs to be hung, clean the house, straighten up the house, clean out the refrigerator because Greg does the grocery shopping on Saturday, and I don't even know what he buys. He just buys whatever he buys. So we clean out the refrigerator. I usually will organize some kind of Grayson's toys and rotate toys because I just like to do that kind of stuff. And then I clean out and straighten my closet as I'm doing the laundry on Saturday morning. On Sunday morning, Greg and I do church from home still. We did church from home before the pandemic starts. We do church from home. We watch some Sunday morning shows. I fold all the laundry. I open all the mail. I do all the Sunday basket bills. I fill any of my pill containers that need to be filled, go through my list for the week. And when I get ready, which is usually around noon on Sunday, I pick out all of my clothes for the week. And so usually my Saturday chores and my Sunday chores are all done by noon. I get all of that done by noon each day. Once you know what you're doing on Saturday and what you're doing on Sunday, or there have been seasons where I put everything as I can on Saturday and I'll do, it's almost like a work day. I get up on Saturday, I do everything that needs to be done, and I'm done between noon or two o'clock. But two o'clock is pretty much my cutoff. By two o'clock on Saturday, I'm done working, working, And then I'm playing grandma or I'm doing my PhD work. I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And then Greg and I have a date Saturday night at home. I just, what's the point in going out and spending all that money when we have all these streaming services? So we just have our dates from home. We've done that for a long time. Sunday morning, I do a couple hours worth of work and that's it. I have the rest of the day for the family or whatever I want to do. And then we have a big Sunday dinner with his mom. Once you make buckets for when you are going to do your housework, you can do it however you want. You may say, okay, I'm home during the week, and my family is home on the weekend. I would spend all of my time with my family on the weekend, and then I'm going to do my housework on Monday, and I'm going to do my household management on Tuesday, and on Wednesday is going to be our big laundry day. Like, you can you could do this however you want. I just encourage you to stop doing it all the time. Stop always be working. Like, there's always, there is always going to be more to do. When are you able to say it's done? Like, notice this with the pandemic when people started working from home because the computer was at home and it hadn't been before, then you can work all the time, so you do work all the time. And when can you say it's done? I'm like, close and power down your computer. I close and power down my computer at home when I'm done, so I have to turn it all the way back on. And by having to turn it all the way back on, as I'm turning it all the way back on, I say to myself, is this really what you wanna be doing right now? Do you really need to work right now? Because I would rather work in longer chunks of time than keep going back doing a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. You do make progress a little bit at a time, but when you become disciplined at having bigger time blocks for even your housework, you will find that those little pockets of time, you could go for a walk, you can have some more water, you can take a longer shower, you can like you could start using those for yourself and your wellness. And not to get one more thing checked off of a list. One more thing checked off of a list. These lists are never going to go away. So really creating that time and learning how to bucket that time. So I challenge you to take one of our weekly tear pads where you can keep track of your, you know, what you do by time for the week and use it as a time study for yourself. Like, Of course, use it to plan out your week, but then also use it to reflect how you have actually used that week. Like, and just do it on Friday night until Sunday morning, like your weekend time, like from Friday after work until when you go to work on Monday, how do you spend that time? And often we feel like we are always working because we always know what's left to do. And we're always thinking like, how am I going to tuck that little thing in? But really, once you do your time, when you do your time study on yourself, how much time was not work? And then try to beat your time. Try to see if you can get your housework and your household management done in less time next weekend and give yourself free time. Start to prioritize when your free time is gonna be, what your free time is going to be used for. Playing games on your phone is fine if you wanna do that as long as the essential work is done. And that's part of what the Sunday basket will do is it will hold the non-essential work until the next weekend. If you wake up on a Saturday, like last weekend, I was so... Tired. I, was, I just kept walking around saying, Greg, I'm so tired. I am so tired. I am so tired. And I went to bed early and I slept late and I laid around some. And then by the time the weekend was over, I felt refreshed. I did not put anything extra on my list. As a matter of fact, there were some things I was going to do, I didn't do. And trust me, the family didn't even know I was going to do them and they didn't even notice they didn't get done. And then there are other weekends where I wake up and I'm like, I want a project. Like I want to get something big done. And that's when you go over and you're like, okay, you know what? I skipped over the week in the productive home solution that was whatever in the storage room because I just didn't have the energy for it. But you know what? I think I do have the energy and I've got two hours unaccounted for today. I'm going to slot that in there. I'm going to go down. I'm going to tackle that big thing. Do it out of order because you have the energy. Start looking at your time as little buckets, as little Lego blocks of time, and how can you start manipulating them based on your energy? But you can't really start manipulating them based on your energy if you're afraid you're not going to get your work done. And your work is so long that it's never going to be done, so you're afraid to take any time away because then you'll become even further behind than you are. So hopefully this idea of housework being Saturday and household management being Sunday When you catch yourself doing household management on Saturday, ask yourself, can this wait till my Sunday basket time? Is your Sunday basket time going to go from 90 minutes to two hours? Maybe. But what if you gained 90 minutes on Saturday? Would it be worth it? Or 90 minutes the whole week before? Would it be worth it? Probably. Could you break your Sunday basket time into two chunks where you opened the mail and you did all the bills and then you went back later and you did all the rest of it? Maybe you could do it that way or like I did, pull out the meal planning, do that separately and then do the rest of your Sunday basket time. When you're on Sunday and you've done your housework for the week, so you've done your laundry, the house is clean and picked up and you get to Sunday at four o'clock and the house is already trashed because we're humans and we live with other people and you look around and you're like, "Ah, I just cleaned this. Right. You did. So you don't need to do it again. You don't. You can but you don't have to. You're like, but Lisa, I have to do it so that the house is going to look great on Monday morning. Fine. Then do it. But are you also doing that Monday afternoon, Monday night, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night? Like, is there a day where you could say, and I'm not doing it right now? That's why I only do dishes a couple of times a week. I don't do them three times a day. I only do it when it gets to be where we have to do it. And we run the dishwasher. So Sunday, I'll do all the dishes. We run the dishwasher. I'll do all the dishes again. Run the dishwasher again. <laughs> like We run it twice on Sunday and then like never again the rest of the week. But what's your thing? Like you may make every meal from scratch. You'd be like, I run the dishwasher after every meal. I can't believe you only run it a couple of times a week. We all have different things that we do, different ways that we use our house. But also a lot of us are still doing hobby work. Things that we've always done, nobody even notices we do them anymore. We don't even like doing them anymore. Like, I don't iron anymore. Do you guys still iron? I just put those clothes in the dryer. You click this refresh button and it's ready to go. If you shake it out, like, it's going to get wrinkled when you wear it anyway. It doesn't have to be perfect unless you're going on TV. Like, it just doesn't have to be that perfect. Or buy clothes that don't really get wrinkled. I do that too. How can you make this easier on yourself to get your time back? Yes, you are doing a great job. Yes, you are doing a lot of work. But do you need to be? Like, do we really need to be? And even if someone wants you to be, do you want to be? Like, are you still doing things you don't want to do because somebody else wants you to do them? Can they do them? Can we have a conversation about not doing them at all? How do we get our time back so we can go out and play? I just want you to be able to go out and play on Saturday and Sunday. Yes, you have to do your work. You have to clean your room, which is now your entire house. And you have to clean out your backpack, which is now your Sunday basket, which is all your bills and your errands and everything else. But you don't have to do it every day, all day, all the time. And you should draw a line in the sand and say, by Saturday at noon or Saturday at two, all of the cleaning for the week is done, or all the cleaning for the weekend is done. And then we're also going to do it, whatever, Saturday night, we're all going to pitch in and we're going to have like, a 20 minute clean and get the house ready for the week, but it's not you doing it for two hours. Everybody is going to do it for 20 minutes and then you watch a movie or have your dessert or whatever it is. Have everyone in the family that makes the messes pitch in and cleaning it up and give yourself more time. At first, you're not going to know what to do with this time, but that's okay. Get the time first and then struggle with, hmm, how am I supposed to be using this time if it's not for laundry and dishes?